Yo, what's up, world? We are back. It is time. It is Thursday at noon. You are listening to 88.5 WHPK. That means this is Ergo Radio. I am Damon. I'm Daniel. Thank you for tuning in. We love y'all, man. We appreciate y'all rocking with us every week. Every single one of you. Man. All 12 of you in your cars that's checking us out on 88.5 and all of the thousands that will be listening to the podcast. Uh, quick, before we get started with this very, very special episode of Ergo Radio, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who came out to the We Go Showcase this past Saturday as we dropped our mixtape and had our first live event. Uh, thanks to all the artists that came through, all the guests that's been on the show and performed. Uh, thank you to the organizations, BYP 100, Sada's Daughters, Black Lives Matter Chicago, Let Us Breathe. Who else we got to thank? Uh, the WHBK folks, uh, Silver Room. Eric Williams at the Silver Room, Ben Nias Pizzani, Neon Pajamas for the instrumentals every week. Basically, we're four months in now. That first live event really was what we wanted it to be. It was a community showcase and celebration. And Dave and I were pretty geeked off it for yeah. like days. So now I'm still geeked off of it. It's much love. I'm glad y'all not sleeping on us no more. Uh, we, we're here, kind of. That's, that's how I feel. But while we're here... Uh, I'm super excited about today. This is probably one of the one of the hottest shows we're gonna have. Yeah, I didn't had so sleep far. All, I didn't sleep all last. We got in the crib, in the spot, the homie, the super legendary, <laughs> <laughs> the super legendary homie, Saba. We make our own uh, sound effects here. Air you know, drop, we're, we're, air real, we're real, we're uh, real low tech with hit it. the air horn real quick. <laughs> How you feeling, man? How you feeling on this day, this week? How's life? Uh, been? I'm pretty great. I'm on the south side. Yeah, super yeah. rare. You made the move. I made the move. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, West Side. Before we get started, this Saturday, it's actually like kind of crazy, right? Like you, you got a, you're headlining the show this Saturday, but the yeah. venue burned down. The venue, that's crazy. That's it's like, like some insurance. A scene, right? It's like, like a scene out of Eight Mile. It's yeah. like you know what I'm saying. If I had a movie based on my life, yeah, this would be that right, that right, moment. Right. Like the the venue burned so, down so, week of the show. So we got. We got to change a venue, which is like shows how the demand is there, right? Shows that like people going to go wherever you at. Where we at now? We at the township? We at town. We at township. It's a California, Milwaukee. Absolutely. Okay. California, right off California I, Blue Line. I can picture that. Right yeah. Next to that. Right next to is. Boiler Room, which okay. has a shot and slice of pizza PB&J special for $6. <laughs> so you had on the show. You had on the show. If, if I'm not mistaken, you got No Name, Raven Lene, and Monty Booker on, on, on the bill with you? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And Smino. Who else? And Smino. And Smino. Oh yeah. man, that's all love. Yeah. Uh, and uh and uh this I haven't said it yet, but guess set, Joseph Chilliams. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down. It's going down. That's for those, crazy. Yeah, for those Joseph of y'all who don't know, that's literally family. Yeah. Why don't yeah. you uh we haven't even talked about you at all, but why don't we start with Joe? <laughs> who, who is Joe? What does he do? Joseph Williams is my brother from Pivot. Uh, he's Your real brother, right? My real brother. <laughs> and uh, I never seen him not kill a show, so yeah, I was like, this that's, is appropriate. That's exciting. When, when is, is the last time uh, you headlined in the city? April? April, okay. April so a minute, but not, not too long. Yeah. But, but it's, it's time to come on. You've been... You've been on yeah. the road, right? You've been a little bit. You've been touching roads a little bit here and there, here and there. I'm getting uh, I'm you know what I'm saying I'm touching that water. I'm I'm getting the hang of it. I'm you know they we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. we're getting there. Well, I think I mean I feel like you are you're selling yourself short because I think even before you had the national platform, even when we was just like in open mics, right? You've always had the the performance quality. I think that's probably one of like. Your strongest talent, so I, I, I'm I'm excited. It. Actually, did it sell out already? Uh, I was yeah. trying to buy tickets yesterday. It sold out. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to get the love to get it's in there. Sold out. It's sold <laughs> but out. But I, I really hope I can get in and see you see see what you've built. It's sold um, out. It's accidentally sold out. It wasn't supposed to be sold out. Like the Abbey wasn't sold out yet. Okay, it was it it's was just, still it's less, yeah. It's less room. Township is actually really small. Okay, so it's, it's more like. Intimate. Shuba's small yeah. so it's like you know that was the only other venue available I wanted to move it somewhere like kind of like cause Abby had that 550 cap Township is maybe 175 Ooh, wow. Two, wow 200 maybe so we're gonna go levels right you're just gonna stack people on each <laughs> stack other stack people so on top I like it I've uh you know speaking of Shuba's and the different rooms you played all over the city you know I've seen you do Comfort Zone Live a few times yeah. now um since I guess the first time was about 15 months ago. So it was pretty soon after the project dropped. And each time, of course, like 
from my perspective in the audience, the growth is crazy. Yeah. Seeing you with the with the live band. Um, thinking back on the first time, first of all, Comfort Zone is the project for those who literally have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Sab You're lame, first of all. Yeah, foremost, Sab is amazing. <laughs> you gotta um, have Comfort Zone. By that. Comfort Zone is a project you dropped last year. And uh, thinking back to the first time you performed it, uh, what were you kind of trying to do and like how has that evolved over the 15 months? Uh, the first time I performed Comfort Zone, uh, Comfort Zone wasn't out yet. Mm. And the first time I performed it, it was like trying to get people, because I had just gotten into like writing songs that I felt like were like a little more like universal, like to where everybody could like sing along and join in. Yeah. So the first time I was performing it, it was more like, let's get everybody involved. Let's get everybody, you know. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that was the first, you know, real thing. I was just trying to kind of introduce it. Uh, the first time I realized that it was like a, a real thing was after like probably a week after Comfort Zone had dropped, we did a show at Shuba's and it was just super lit yeah that was a great and show that was the first time i heard any of the songs not to mention that and that was the that was the first time i sold out uh wow. but that was that was that was yeah. i was just looking at it and that was like the one of the first times where i was able to kind of see the reach and like you know see that it was growing uh so since then we kind of just been expanding upon it like i feel like you know it's seven seven billion something like that. It's seven billion people right, in the world. Right, right. You got a comfort few more zone. clicks on yeah, those. comfort <laughs> zone. It's like it's very very small in terms of you know what I'm saying what a project could you know reach. Right. So it's like each new show is like even though they bought tickets, they came to see the show. They didn't necessarily come to see me. Right, so it's right, like right. you know trying to gain over that especially new especially when you sharing still. stages with other people. Yeah, exactly. And I like I always like you know. I'm I'm just as much of a fan of the people that are on the bill. Like outside, like I'm trying to go see them live, right, and I was right, like, right, right. let me just put all of them together on the same <laughs> show, because you know, like who's to say when this will happen outside of this again? Yeah, and so looking it's at like, this, you know, and in that regard, looking at the show, you're doing a township. Like, is this something you've done before? Kind of put together a bill, then like let me. It's not like really a. It's not a formal cosign, but it's like let me put these people on a little bit and bring them now that. Like if you put your name on a show, people will show up. Especially, especially at the crib. Uh I think, yeah. I mean, for me it was like, you know, people did that for me. Mm. So it's like, you know, to True. You, you gotta do like keep yeah. the cycle going. Like that's kinda how new people find the music. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like with somebody like Raven and Smino and uh Monty Booker, it's like they're making the some of the best music like out of the city right now. And it's like, you know, I haven't really seen them live yet. Right. I seen Raven live like every time she play, like I go to that. Uh but, you know, I think it's just sometimes it's just getting introduced to that uh that new music and then yeah. no name you know no name is That's the homie is no name you <laughs> know what I'm saying? And, and this is how the city stays vibrant too. <laughs> i, I want to like even take a, a step back a little bit and first of all just say like congratulations and as like you know as we talk about the city and, and you know the homies so to speak right like nah. we're really proud of you you know what i'm saying hey, um, and not just that, not man. just for like the success and, 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 you know, doing dope stuff. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was about to drop the first one. Um, but also, like, um, the, 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 with specifically Comfort Zone, the, like, perseverance and patience and belief in self that you had. Because I, I remember last time I was, like, I came through your crib. It was probably, like, February or something, right? And I asked, like, the typical, like, I'm talking to a rapper homie question. Like, yeah. you dropped it. What's next? What's the new stuff, right? And you were, like, you know what? I'm going to kind of, like, go against the grain of, like, the every nine month yeah. cycle because I really believe in this project and I put years into it, right? And so for you to, like, be dropping visuals, you know, 15 months later and yeah. now you're starting to get, like, you had the patience to like let the the publications catch up to you and let you know get on the TV and all of that and like really the belief that you had in yourself. Mm -hmm. I want to say congratulations and, and we're proud of you. Uh, but how did where did that come from, right? Because you were very intentional and aware of that, and it's kind of not the norm of I, right of today's cycle. I think just uh, 
for me and where I was coming from prior to comfort zone, it's like I knew that I didn't really have uh, a lot of the like tools like around like like as far as just team, I had nobody to really reach out to to like you know what I'm mm. saying. Let's say we was trying to land a blog or like not, right, something right, like right, that. Right. Like I had none of that. But you had a few Twitter followers. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had like I had a few Twitter followers, and I you know Fake Sure and Ruby Hornet would post to me, but. That was kind of it, but just, I don't know, I guess, like, the belief in the music and, like, the hard work, like, uh, Comfort Zone took, like, two years to make, so it was, like, to take two years and then to just drop it and then walk away from it, work on a new project, it's, like, I don't know, it, it just seemed too, too short-lived, so it's, like, I know that this music is good, I know that there is someone who would like this, and it's basically just trying to reach you know, those those new fans, those new people. Uh, and I was just fortunate enough, I think a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of the success of Comfort Zone is really just dope friendships that I just built over time. Like, you know, you never know who somebody becomes. You never know right. where they end up working. Like, even you here right now, like, I'm like <laughs> you kind of never know what, you know, what future somebody holds. So it's like, you know, like the the Mick took me on my first tour. Like right, that's crazy. Right. That uh, you know, right. Chance bringing me out for the the Stephen Colbert. Colbert show, and you know, like all of the no name collabs. But just just friendships that I built over time have been like keeping this project going. And it's like that's really all I can really credit it. To. And it's not why you build those friendships in the first. Like you build them because they're amazing artists and they're genuinely good. Yeah, people. exactly. And yeah. then it's like oh. Cool, yeah, That's, I'll get on yeah. TV with you, why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, that was, that, we, we, we should stop there for a second. <laughs> that joint was crazy. Where, um, were you, where were you when you watched it? I was day? at the crib. I was just at the crib and I saw on Twitter, like, uh, you know, you kind of like, at this point, like, we are expecting to see Chance in, on these type of platforms, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, it, so like, the kind of surprise and the awe of that is, is wearing down, even though it's still a, a new plateau for him. Yeah. Uh, but then when I was like, oh, he got, you know, Saba and Oreo, you know yeah. what I'm saying, D-Lo, I'm like, oh, this is this is cracking. And I watched <laughs> it, and y'all came out with the radio station hoodies. I thought, like, that was a brilliant little, like, Subtweet almost. And then and then y'all was like with the footwork and the whole joint. Like that was really beautiful. And and, and let, let's talk about that relationship you have with Channel a little bit. Cause now you have three songs out with him, right? Uh -huh. You were on his last two projects and now this latest single. And you know, it got you on TV, you know, like prime time TV too. Um when did that relationship start to build? When did y'all become such close? artistic collaborators and are there like more things on a hard drive somewhere that we'll never hear but that uh, we may hear <laughs> um acid rap when he was working on acid rap he reached out to me it was a uh, i don't know i feel like you were probably there just because i feel like we used to be at the same place <laughs> but it was some random show i think it was like l tab related or yca related but it was at a lincoln hall okay i think vic mensa was the headline word, word. But Chance randomly texted me that day. I don't even know where he got my number from. Like we wasn't y'all like, wasn't cool before. No, nah, we. I mean, we was cool. Knew each other, yeah, right? we was cool. We knew each other, but we never. You know, we didn't hang out or nothing like that. But he he texted me and uh, he was like, "Yo, I, I got this uh, this track. I'm trying to get you on for my tape." I didn't know who it was at first, but then I, I kind of put two and <laughs> I put two and two together. He didn't hit you with the fam. And, let's uh, build. Like, fam, let's build. <laughs> but. Since, since then we kind of just you know we stayed in in touch stayed in contact and and the relationship has kind of just built over time uh i think it just the acid rap situation like it was it was weird like i was it was like random right because it this was is, random you didn't have comfort zone now you yeah. just had like a it, well it was random to most people to like the people like in chicago and like to to our scene right. it wasn't that random it's like it made, it made sense. sense but like you know like as far as like national awareness and stuff like that i had never received any of that really prior right, to because like childish that acid and, rap. and ab soul and twisted yeah. was on that was on that joint exactly you know so it was like so it put why you is this random kid <laughs> on there and i was like 18 like i was like a kid yeah. it was like why is this random kid on this this project but then it's like people looked into it and it's like you can i feel like listening to the verses like the writing is cool but it's like you can hear my developing yeah, cracking yeah. teenager voice yeah, and it's like it was dope like i felt like he was he was one of the people who like genuinely just 
you know, rocked with me, like had that belief in me. That's like he reached out like on some like it was like fan to fan. Yeah. So that's kind of where our relationship built from. I'm pretty sure there will be more. Cool. Uh, so, yeah. Look forward to hearing it. Now let's, <laughs> we'll, we'll fast forward a little bit. Give you a second to catch your breath off of surf. Here is oh, you killed this joint, G. Yeah, no, you're very, you're, oh, you're you very good at rapping. <laughs> Sab, you're very good at rapping. Like you're really, really good at that. The problem is, it's tough to play it on the radio because I have no idea what to call it. What's the name? Oh, of the song? some something that I want. Where are the vowels, my dude? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to talk to uh, the social experiment. All right, cool. Here's something that I want. You're listening to Ergo. We're here with Saba. Let me try to be alternative. W H P K. Utopia to surround my conscious So I could give a fuck about the fabrics That I found in my closet Was so bounded by sonics that a word Never left me wide of the party dog counting sheep I've been busy counting my blessings I've been on house arrest since his release Just found them dead in his sleep Damn, wait Cause all by your soul and your soul and taint It's totally cheap, I go through with it I all talk to him, you roll from the pink Call don't begins, I pour out a sip of my drink I know that little give and little take, but he got me choosing between church and the muse. Like Mace, pray. It's a grandma said, about my head, you still alive, you are not dead, I'm your pop bear, and that's the glow that I wrote this way. That I want Saba here on Ergo WHBK, WHBK.org, ErgoRadio.com, at Ergo Radio. That's all the plugs that we have for now. Uh, Sab, I asked you while the song was playing, like whether you're just like complete, basically, are you ready to put a capstone on comfort zone? Like, are you ready to be done talking about this? And you said, like, not really, like, you're still down <laughs> to do it. But, you know, it's, it's many years now since the work started. Yeah. When you go back and you listen to, you know, songs and artistic decisions that you made, you know, damn near two years ago, two and a half years ago, are there things, not even that you would do differently, but you're like, man, like, I can see how that built to the kinds of things I like to make now. Yeah. I think with Comfort Zone specifically, it's like some of the songs... I don't know. It's like you can hear my like thought process like two, three years ago, mm. and as, you know, as myself listening to them, sometimes it's like, eh, eh. <laughs> but the one thing that I do like about Comfort Zone is the actual musicality of it. Like yeah. I don't think I'll, you know, like it's like hard for that to still not affect me. Like it's like sometimes listening to old music is like ah oh, this is trash turn it off <laughs> no but the chords but, still hit but here with comfort it, yeah. zone it's still like still new and still fresh to me like to this day mm. I so. I'm even take it a step back because like I remember like right around the times I was first meeting you you drive me with the uh with the get comfortable uh -huh. comfort zone pre tape uh -huh. um and like that was like even more of that like teenage angst right and like kind of a lot of those, i bumped that joint pretty heavy i think a lot of like the themes of that were like you wanting to be somewhere close to where you are now right like nah. before you reached it like while you were still coming out of high school so my question is like what would 21 year old you know prime time television <laughs> <laughs> say to that you know recent saint joe's graduate like that was recording those tracks and like what you know? What what warnings would you give? What advice would you give? Uh, what about it is not what you hoped? What about it is more than you could have imagined? I think, I think eighteen year old Saba was on to something. <laughs> I think he was on to something. I think he had the right idea. He mm. had the right idea. Uh, I don't know. I really like looking back. I don't know what I would do differently. I think I would do just the same thing. Like. 
maybe work even harder. That's, that's an, the one that's, thing, like make more songs, make more music. That's an amazing uh, feeling to have, though. It's like looking back, especially like at this point, and we're all around the same age, like to have those really formative years feel like, yeah, like I handled this pretty much right. Like yeah. things have built the way they were supposed to build. I mean, for, for now, that's all I can really say. I mean, it's still like building now. Yeah, true. So it's it's still really early, but I think those were like very important years of my life just because that's when I kind of started to develop uh, my sound, my voice, my song selection, just all of that kind of developed in that time. So it was like to to make what I make now, those stages had to kind of exist. Yeah. So it's like I don't really have, you know, I don't really have much advice for that guy. That guy. <laughs> well, well, staying kind of on that tip, like, the get comfortable stuff and, the, and and a lot of the themes of comfort zone is like you reconciling uh, and I'll go down and get here in a second. You uh you kind of like reconciling like your two environments. So like kind of like, you know, going to this private school where, where you were a bright student from from what you, you know, what yeah. some of the bars have said. And, you know, you are generally just a bright dude. Um, and then like coming home to your, your like West Side home environment. So like talk a little bit uh, about like finding that balance. I think a lot of your music is like exploring that, um, at least kind of when you were younger coming out of the uh -huh. education. And then let's go back. So so we'll just start with that. And then we want to go back <laughs> to like just the home, like growing up and, and what sure. that was like. Uh, I think a lot of, a lot of just music in general is just a reflection, you know, of what that person's reality is. So for me, going to private school, but like living on the West Side, it's like I had to travel to Westchester right. every day and just seeing all of these different like lives and like, you know, it's like all of these kids at this school are living completely different than me. Like I was on scholarship to go here. So it's like without the scholarship, I probably wouldn't even be here. Uh, but I think that kind of shaped my views on like a lot of things. It, it helped me to realize that kind of, you know, your reality is kind of just what you make it, I feel like. Uh, and your views are kind of, in a sense, I mean, like, they're kind of formed for you almost. Like, it's like these things help to shape you in a way that you kind of don't have control over. So it's like I kind of understood how a kid could grow up uh, with these views on poor people. It's like this mm. is what you're exposed to. I, I understood how a kid could grow up racist. It's like right. this is what you're exposed to. The problem is, is that every person is raised by their parents. I, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and the places around them, but especially their parents. Like, that's... There's a lot of like somewhat decent people in the world who it's like, oh, that thing that you believe, it's is, just because that's literally what you've been told your whole yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I, I, I just understood a lot more like as far as like religions and like different people, like I had never really been exposed to mm. anybody that, you know, was different than just a West Side Chicago kid. Yeah. So it's like this was my first time really being in a different kind of culture almost. It's like a bunch of different cultures because my high school was really, really diverse. Yeah. And going there every day and then having to come back home, it's like you really see the different lifestyles. Yeah, and we'll get to home in a second, but I want to stay at the school. Like, Are there any particular people or moments that you think of that kind of illuminated that for you where you're like, oh, this is just a different way to live? Like specific folks that kind of opened that up? Uh... Friends, teachers. I shared a lot. Well, I didn't share a locker, but this kid at my high school, his locker was right by mine. And uh, I just thought he was really weird. But it's like by by our senior year, we were friends. But I remember like sophomore, uh, freshman year, like he was always saying like these like, uh, like he was raised by his parents. They're very well to do, very... Uh, I don't know, I guess, like, very different views, very opposite views from what I was, you know, brought up with. Uh, and, and you don't have to th throw shots at his parents, but I'm curious, like, what is it that you're, like, what kind of stuff? Uh, just very uh, racially insensitive. Yeah. Uh, very, oh, that's the ghetto. Very, very that, like, you're from here, so you can't be this. Right. Uh, and you know, here I am at the same school in the same classes with him. So it's like, 
everything that you've been taught is a lie because mm-hmm. hello uh so it's like by you know by the <laughs> by nice the end yeah exactly <laughs> so by the end it's like you know uh i don't know i i felt like just being there and going to that school like i was kind of uh i don't know i guess showing them that this is possible this yeah. is a thing not everybody is the same and then for him vice versa because i'm like I'm going to school with a bunch of like rich brats. So it's like, you know, I have these these ideas and he has his, but I think by the end, you know, we prove that we can still have a friendship. Like he comes to some of the shows sometimes, like I see him out. So it's uh it's it's cool. And then, you know, like just cuz I was doing music when I was in high school and yeah. then that was just even worse because it's like, oh, and you're a rapper, of course <laughs> right. you're a rapper. So I want to ask you about that specifically like because I do think that the kinds of stories that you tell and the way you frame your music and even the like musicality of it is like subversive and pushing the levels of like what people can like can think of a rapper doing and being um but was that ever for you was that ever for you like in thinking about whether you wanted to really do this cuz now like this is what you do like yeah. you're like a musician rapper producer like was that ever a kind of a thing to grapple with for you like if i choose to be a rapper i'm reinforcing this thing that they're like yeah he went to the school but look what he did with it i think for me i always kind of grew up knowing knowing that i was going to be a rapper so it was like you know really I, yeah, I started making music when I was like seven, eight. So mm-hmm. it was like by the time I was able to really have thoughts like that, I was already like pretty set on my career path. Uh, but yeah, I've been like, there's been a studio in my house since I was nine that we built. Uh, so it was like, That's I always. crazy, by the way. <laughs> right. But I always grew up kind of knowing what I was going to do. So. I think I I skipped out on a lot of those like second guessing kind of thoughts, mm. uh, and you know I mean even now it's still like hard sometimes, but you know I I never have doubted it. Yeah. Well, why don't we hear another example of it here off of Comfort Zone? Whip, are you down? You just dropped some visuals to this, mm-hmm. yeah, and they are amazing. So make sure you go and <laughs> peep that. Maybe we'll talk about that when we come out of it. But here first. Whip, are you down? Off comfort zone, Saba, on air go. Seventeen, living out a dream. Why these niggas wanna sleep, sleep? Seventeen, I'ma steal the keys while my mama going sleep, sleep. Uh, Seventeen with a new love for the streets, streets. Seventeen hitting seventeen.
let mama find out she would trip about it. I went for a trip, paid for by my allowance. I'm loud as a mouse, then out the house, and I'm out on the town, and I swear I whip like I'm cool, duh. That whip life too crucial. Too crucial. Cause you just wanna see outside. Why the bus don't run this late at night? I'm in a This is Ergo Radio 88.5 WHBK, and I was whipped with the homie Sabo, who we have in the studio. A couple things. First, shout out to, what's the homie's name? Ah, let me pull it up. Sorry, sorry. We got somebody checking us out in Tennessee. Ray Harmon on Twitter. Much love for rocking with us. We got Sabo here. Um, we're big in Tennessee. Yeah, we're international, even though that's a couple states away. Um, Saba got a big show coming this Saturday. Well, it's actually a smaller show. It's a small show, show now. <laughs> a small it's show, small show now. Because the big show burned out at the township. <laughs> uh, but he also, that's, that's like, that's crazy. You like that hot. <laughs> you burned nah, shit down. Nah, nah. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but uh, and you also got a meet and greet at Fat Tiger's workshop. Yep. I don't yep. know the time or the address of Fat Tiger. Uh, uh, I know kind of where it's at. You want to give them details or just know? I've never been. Follow him on Twitter. I've Follow Saba been. on Twitter. Saba Pivot. There's a flyer. Pivot. I tweeted And then there's a, there's a flyer. There's a flyer. You I can know meet the man I know it's at Saturday. noon. That's the one thing I do know. Right. So here, here at Ergo, 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 we have our ears to the street, right? Like, I know what the people want to know, right? <laughs> and I know what people think. So is it, it seems like your growth and your trajectory has, like, been in direct line with your hair growth. As the hair is getting longer, it feels like your reach is getting further. If, if, if you had a line graph, that's hilarious. So, so like, I re- I remember like you had like short hair. Yeah. And so like people, I know I've I've seen people like ask you questions and like you not respond on Twitter. So I'm gonna make you answer it now. Like, okay. Did you did you free grow it? And because they're they're definitely locks now at yeah. this point, and it's like becoming trademarkable. Uh, but did you free grow it? What 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 happened? Like uh. What? Let's what just happened? talk about the hair. I feel like you witnessed quick. the process. I don't I really know what happened. Yeah. It just happened. You see, like you uh, stopped cutting your hair one day, and then you're like, "Oh, this could, <laughs> this could be my a last spot. haircut was December 2012." Get comfortable when get comfortable. Came out. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't cut my hair since. Uh, but and, nah, and you could I, say you're comfortable with the longer hair. <laughs> <at this point. laughs> see, that's why you come to Ergo. You, think, come for the, you come for the interviews. You stay for the puns. You know. I think. Uh, well, I started just twisting it like bored in class, and then it it kind of stuck, uh, and then uh, I don't know. My girlfriend twist like actually twisted like over time, maybe like two or three times. Shout outs. Shout out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out. You know, strong, strong. <laughs> uh, but now it's just. It's, I don't know. It's just there. I haven't. You know, I got like an afro grown on top of my dress now. <laughs> I don't really know what I don't I don't know what I'm doing anymore at this point. It's like I never really did. I never had this plan going into right, right. it. I, I feel you. I'm, I'm like just, I'm like a, a year and a half behind you. Yeah. I'm like, all right. But I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of that too. <laughs> and I don't know where I'm going either. I get questions a lot. It's really good to talk about people's physical appearance on the radio. Yeah, That's always really nice because people have no idea what we look right. like. Well, now <laughs> they have the desire to find out. There's, right. a, lot of, there's a lot of yeah. handsome gentlemen in this room. Got to come to the next live We Go Showcase three months. Oh, or, hold on, one last plug before we get back to the questions. <laughs> we on IG now. We just made a splash yesterday and like followed 25 people and posted a bunch of stuff. So follow Ergo Radio on Instagram because we take pictures. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, I mean, so <laughs> just going back to the music for a second, um, and I've heard people talk with you about this in interviews a little bit, but I think one of the things that you do really well is connect the me to the we, basically. So tell your story in a way that people connect with, not mm-hmm. because you're like, you. it's not like in stand-up where it's like, you know that time where you go to the restaurant and the waiter's room? No, it's like you're telling <laughs> a story honestly, and that connects for people. Um 
And for me, you know, whether it's in radio or just in life, like the ability to do that comes from being a good listener. Uh, do you think you're a good listener? Does <laughs> uh, your girl think you're a good listener? That's the real question. <laughs> She's like, so yeah, we can bring her in to answer that question. <laughs> Hold on, let's put, let's put her on the spot. In the meantime, why don't you get... <laughs> Come in from. No, but whether can, it's like music. Can she hear this? Can you hear this? Yeah, yeah, she can. She so can. whether it's or, like musically or I just. I think like, I'm an okay listener. Yeah. I have my moments. Yeah. Um, but in thinking about like how you tell your own story, which in some so many ways Comfort Zone did and your music does in general, like whose stories are you listening to in addition to yours to like figure out? Let me. Because basically, like if people aren't from the West side or they're not from Chicago and they're looking yeah. to you to be like a quote representative of this place, like how do you tell stories? Honestly, I think, uh, well, all I can really do is tell like as close to what is my story. Uh, mm. I think a lot of times like, okay, so I did an interview yesterday and they asked me about the song whip. Mm hmm. I wasn't 17 when I got my license. <laughs> I got my license last year. Okay. <laughs> but just the 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 I guess relativity. Yeah. It's like I don't know. So it's really like, that's the story know. of your friend who you may drive you everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> basically, yeah. basically. Shout out to him. But right. you know, speaking of friends, uh let's we have not Pivoted enough in here. So one time, let's just Not get a sure. pivot. Like, nah. <laughs> pivot, pivot, pivot. <laughs> so, so shout out to the squad, you know, everybody, yeah. Mello, uh, John Wall, obviously Joey Squeak. Uh, I want to talk about, y'all have like a really strong brand and like following to the point where like if you say that in a room, most people will say that back, yeah. right? Like even if you're not there, like anybody saying pivot can get that going. When did that like... I know y'all are basically an actual family. Like when did that come from like we, we're crew, we're, we're brothers, we're family to like... Let's do this, and like, how did that moment, you know, how did that transition happen? Uh, pivot was kind of on a spot thing. Well, Joe wrote a rap and in a rap, which we didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> but Joe said a lot which, of stuff. Which happens sometimes. <laughs> Joe said a lot of stuff. We don't know what he be talking about. Uh, but he bought a season of Friends. Right, 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 right. And the next day, he wrote a rap and he said, "This the Friends movement moving couches. Call us the Pivot Gang." And we wow. didn't, you know, we... He's prolific, we, man. We, right, exactly. We were not the Pivot Gang. Uh, but we did a show at Reggie's randomly, because this is before we were doing Reggie shows and stuff like that. Uh, but it was me, Joe, and Fresh. And uh, they they asked us what to write on the bill. And this was the day of. Somebody else was supposed to open this show. I think it was a Hobson show. Somebody else was supposed Hobson. to open. Jeez Louise. And... We weren't a group for real, so we didn't know what to call it. Uh, and then Fresh was like, "Call it the Pivot Gang." <laughs> call it the Pivot. So that's how we became like really the Pivot Gang. So uh, from Chandler on Friends to real life, Chandler, exactly, look at that. exactly. So now you know. I think since then it was like it made so much sense uh, to just be Pivot that you know we we haven't looked back. It was like after that day, it's. It was probably as instant as like when you say pivot, they say pivot, like because we took it to you media like the next day and right, <laughs> was right, going crazy right. with it. A few, a few things <laughs> I want to touch off from, from that. Uh, one shout out Fresh and, and, and Jimmy, right? Yep, uh, yep. Let's just let's just shout him out and, and, and like tell his story real quick and, and, and you know show squad, love. Squad, squad. <laughs> you wanna like who who is Jimmy? And, uh, and, and, all right, so Fresh Waters. AKA Jimmy or Jimmy AKA Freshwaters or Freshwaters BKA Jimmy. <laughs> uh that's like all our like big bro. He kind of introduced us to like the open mics and stuff like that. He's kind of the reason that you know me. Right. Uh and he's 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 gone now. He's alive. He's incarcerated. Let's let's say that. Yeah, unfortunately, but I talk to him a lot. He said he'll be home soon, so yeah, just exactly. Always, just always want to shout out the exactly. Free, he said, free, "Free the guy." He said he'll be home. He caught the Colbert show. Oh, love. He caught it. Oh, he crazy. said he had the whole floor going crazy. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so, it, 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 also, you mentioned something very important. Uh, 
especially, you know, you, you, you talk about school a lot, but on here we like to kind of explore how like these alternative learning spaces yeah. have like been the platform for basically the entire renaissance that's happening in the city. Exactly. So you shouted out you, you media. I met you at, at YCA. How did you say that like, you know, fresh introduced you to that scene, but yeah. like how did you take like the open mic, like after school program scene um, and use that to like harness your skills and develop into like a professional music career? Uh, I think for me, like, cause I've been doing music my whole life, but it wasn't until I started going to like these open mics where I really got to see like like-minded individuals and like see how they operate, see what they write about, stuff like that. So it was kind of like a learning experience. Like it was basically like doing a show every week, like yeah. two, two, because we was doing both. We was doing U Media and YCA every week uh, for, you know, as many weeks as like we could. Like we was there every week and it wasn't just to, you know, go perform like a lot of times like, before we were performing, I was just going like to kind of observe, like yeah. kind of like uh, scope the scene. Out, even after see you were what. prominent, I see you just show up and, yeah. and not even spit. And that I think is is it's just dope because like with like poetry and like with all these other artists, it's like you get to hear other people's side of the story. I feel like, uh, but that was kind of where all of this, like even today, like kind of stemmed from. I feel like because just the style of writing, the style of song, just everything kind of reflects that, you know, mm. that... Those rooms. Yeah, those exactly. Those rooms, yeah. Exactly. So, uh, I don't know. I would say that's where I kind of, That was like, you know how when you get signed to a label, you be secretly signed and you go through like your artist development <laughs> yeah, stage? Yeah, yeah, that was that. the equivalent of like mm. my artist development stage. Without like, having to pay back there. the advance. That's nice. Exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly. You, were, well, you, said, you said the buzzword. I wasn't even going to ask the question, oh, no. but like you talked about the industry, right? Uh. Um, <laughs> and, and it and. You know, and now you're starting to like get on all the publications, right? So mm -hmm. it means people are obviously hitting you up all the time. Um, do you have a plan? Are you are you kind of trying to like add strength to that independent movement? Did, could you see a more industrial partnership somewhere in the near future? Like, what is just your thought process of industry? Uh, Damon's trying to sign you right now. Is that <laughs> <real>? <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I'm just kind of winging it. True. I've been winging it Do this that. whole time, and it's been working out. So, so it's like now, you know, I'm not, I'm not anti, but I'm not necessarily all for it either. So I'm just gonna, you know, keep doing what we've been doing, see how it goes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That one's a, a tough one because it's like, you know, what. What can they do that you can't do? Yeah, and then vice versa, I guess. Like what. I guess that doesn't make sense, but but you get it. Yeah. But you with me. So when you say, you know, it took 18 years to finally not scared to talk your ish, and I know, like, you've talked about being shy in the I past. I said that. On a record. Cool. Yeah. It's good, on, uh, I mean, you said the bad word, but we're, you know, trying to be... Yeah, trying to be good about it. Yeah, yeah, no. You said the bad word. The bad word. For the kids, you know. <laughs> Ergo is for the kids. But when you, you know, having said that and now thinking about, like, winging it to the next steps, like, are there things you're nervous about and what are the things, like, that you're really excited about? I think I'm just excited about everything. Uh, I no, nah, I don't think there's a nervousness. Uh, pretty much at all. Uh, it's more so just an excitement, like an eagerness. Like, uh, you know, it's been a year and a half since I put out really anything. I put out one song this entire year, which was uh, which the drummer no name or something. Not nah, tempor temporary, temporary, temporary drummer, which tank. we played the first week uh, on this show. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, but yeah, that's the only song that I put out this year that was like my song. Right, 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 right. Uh, and it's like, I don't know. I always try to kind of think about what it is that I'm doing that's kind of keeping the name alive and stuff because sometimes it doesn't feel like I'm doing enough. Uh, but I really just think it's the music. Like, we put out this project a year and a half ago and we took our time and we made it sound how we want it to sound. So like, like I was saying, like, even though some of the writing is like, Ugh, but that's just to me, 
to a new ear, like it's still, you know, some very honest writing, some very dope writing, and then the instrumentation it sounds new still. Yeah. Uh, so it's like I want to keep making like timeless projects, like keep. I don't know. I guess to make a timeless project, you have to take a lot of time <laughs> to make it. Hey, boss. <laughs> so, so we'll stop you there. And like, let's let's play the music. Uh, for those who just tuning in, this is eighty-eight point five Ergo Radio. We got Saba here with us, uh, Mr. Comfort Zone himself, um, and one of the strongest writing. Like as you said, the, you feel like the writing is. Uh, uh, I heard you do this acapella a few times before mm -hmm. I even heard the track, and it's definitely my favorite joint off the project. Uh, this yeah, is Marbles. Uh, 88.5 Ergo Radio. Yeah. What? Uh. Bro, what are you talking about, man? You can't get paid in the earth this big, you worthless kid. Uh, I was taught to love the enemy that's worse one like a firstborn. And that grass grow from a dirt lawn. When daddy said he was leaving, did it hurt mom? Wait, wait, who the fuck is this new nigga on her arm? Uh, they call him shorty, I'm a shorty, damn near his height You get out of the car, you hitchhike, you ain't riding with us You can die, my nigga, I don't care if I'm five, my nigga But everybody like you accept me, and you trying to accept me Shit, it'd be easy if you bribed a nigga Cartoons on masses, so it turned to a vantage point I just wanna see the world rotate First time I saw the moon shine, never stayed up so late Now we watching the box while jumping in the bed And our socks, he pulls in the garage and yells for Taj to come out I look around and go downstairs even if I don't wanna go, I know that my mama wouldn't allow it Guess we riding around it. He took me to the store and told me that he got me So I started picking out shit Glass cut, inside gold In the sphere so it rolled It looked like a bunch of glow, glow We're all formless, shapeless Flowing, foreign, orbit Starlight, sparkle, ancient, fossil I guess I get to see the world rotate after all The big one is my shooter, like he had the ball Shorty's the man to me now, but we had it all In front of L. Grant, he made a nigga take his jacket off You owe him money, better have it all Cause you come in with half, let's just say that that's something He won't have it all For salary, people hustle like Cassidy I just got a new Casio in a karaoke machine Now he ain't had a law, but he just know the system I line my marbles up and I can see the solar system They think I'm playing in the dirt, how naive Got into my first fight and he lost his front teeth Shorty taught me a cool handshake and I thought we made it up Got to high school and realized we was just shaking up I see my reflection when I look into the heavens Marbles in my pocket while the sun is setting Set. We're all formless, shapeless, flowing, foreign, orbit Starlight, sparkle, ancient, fossil, flaws with Uh, you can't get paid in the earth this big, you worthless kid Time to take action, affirmative No more games like refurbishing, uh I'm only nine, but I'm turning ten Bump, some alternative like I ain't never heard of this Shorty, let me burn the disc Keeping his head above water like he learned to swim Of course, that's when they try to murder him Uh, but I'm gracious, he took 3-1 grace Then with his blood up on the pavement, he ain't fried He just bacon, never seemed like such a cake walk the walk Makes his way to a car, he go to pick up my mom like heaven can wait When you this big, planets start to look like marbles Just pray they don't use the sun as a shooter What's up, we back, that's Marbles with Saba uh, that, like I said, that shaking up line it was. I, I just that's just as Chicago as it gets. That, that's <laughs> Which real. line is it? Um, he taught me a new handshake. And I thought he made it up. I got to high school and realized that we were just shaking up. Uh, <laughs> and like just like the quote unquote, like how prevalent the quote unquote gang culture is in Chicago and how it's past like the construct of like just violence that we think of. But like it's really yeah. like an identity of 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 the youth of the street in the city. Uh, and I thought you you personified that really dope, especially yeah, that's with crazy your like because I didn't think of that until you just said that. That's <laughs> um, nobody ever really you know talks about that line nah. oh nah they lame man um <laughs> so yeah we got a couple segments that we do every week uh first and foremost uh we got that action here on ergo radio uh it's not sweet in these streets um 
<laughs> and often I feel like the R&B industry has been like allowed to lack. You know what I'm saying? They've, they've gone amok. And we're trying to like reel them back in uh, by calling them out. So every week, every guest, uh, we have beef with an R&B singer. Um, that's of yeah. any any era of R&B. Uh, but like, but like, who you got? Let's talk about it. Uh, this is this crazy. is going to be on the source tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not a weekend fan. Oh, oh, he did it. Think, he did it. I think he's looking at it. As I think day. he literally stood up for this. By I the think, way, I think he's terrible. I think it sounds like just screeching noise. Uh. <laughs> but I will go I will also go on record and say I can respect the weekend. True. I think he's getting better. True. At, at not being terrible. <laughs> I think he's getting better <laughs> at not being awful. Uh I'm loving it. But I'm loving oh it. But I'm not a fan. I like his hair. He has really nice hair. Almost but he has a terrible almost to a voice. Gimmick he has a terrible voice. Oh. He has an awful voice. It what sounds are, yeah. like something dying. And uh, let's get it. Wow. <laughs> One of the best things about the radio. Okay, so we got to explain a little bit. So <laughs> Saba's girlfriend is in the library right now. Obviously, a weekend fan. On the other side of the glass, <laughs> and you can tell that they've had this conversation multiple go, times. And usually, she's able. To, the car. Usually, she's able to give a rebuttal. But right now, only one of them has a microphone, and there's glass in the middle. <laughs> so, so, so she snuck up the middle so finger. Sab automatically wins that one. So, right so you might have won the battle, we, but we, you might lose the war. Here. There you have I, it. I support you, man. Any criticism of these singers out here, I'm for. <laughs> Um, and I, I, I play what it. I you love, with singers. I, actually, I like singers. I love singers. It's, I'm just being silly. Uh, but no, I feel like That's overall there's like funny. been a, a lack of standards, right? And I feel, I feel like it's run amok, actually. Um, exactly. Lack of standards. What a good word. <laughs> but um, little little transition to get back <laughs> to your to your real life as we go into like our favorite closing segment. Um, of you, you know, you come from a tradition of music, right? So your pops is, is he's a he's a blues and, and jazz player. Is that true? Uh, Pops is... He's on the album. Pops is an R&B singer. <laughs> <laughs> Pops is an R&B singer. Yes. Is yes. he actually? Yeah. Uh, where, where? yeah. That's amazing. It sounds like he makes good R&B from, from the stuff he lays down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't, you know what I'm saying? If you got Apple Music, his name is Chandler with an A. Uh, you I might, hope, you know. I really I, hope you don't go back and listen to the past podcasts because each week we've done beef with an R and B singer. Damon has called that your dad, and it's that's really not true. That's right not true. Now, now he's lying, and I don't have beef with the genre. <laughs> I don't have beef with the genre. It's the oh individuals who are like, I feel ruined. <laughs> so, uh, so we did that uh, because every week we have this segment, right? Like this is Ergo Radio. We 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 center strong young voices, so it's very youth centered show. Uh, we feel like we should impart some knowledge, so we'll give you the opportunity. To like the opportunity to teach people something, okay, or you yourself will learn a lesson today. And this is called "Let Me School You, Youngin." Basically, we play an old school song. We're not going to tell you the name or the artist name. Oh man! And you'll have an opportunity to see if you can name who it is. I'm about to do terrible. You right? think? You think so? I feel like you know music though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know my own music. I'm very <laughs> selfish. Word. So this was from 1972. <laughs> Um, and this is a special request from the, from Kiss, man. This is this is something that he asked for for this week's Let Me School You Young. And we just gonna get into it. So see if you know who it is and if you can think of the name of it. And you may enter to win something. So yeah. stay yeah. tuned. Street is a hell of a tester. 
Yeah, I was about to say, as as a producer, I, I have faith in you, right? Because, like, first of all, we didn't talk about that at all. You had a beat tape that just dropped, and you produce most of your own stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's love. And the beat you heard up top on the show is off of this spare change. EP. Yeah, yeah. So, so rappers, buy beats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. If you think you know that old school track, you are entered to win um, in this contest um, a five-year supply of Jill Scott's new line of grits and breakfast foods. Uh, you know how she sings grits. Like you can get some of them joints if you know who that was and it, what the name of the song that's is. That's a spinoff of the Patty LaBelle uh, pumpkin pies. Nah, Patty's biting. Pa- Patty is the spinoff of Jill. She's been in development. She just didn't hit the market yet for a while. We got oh the connect. Uh, so, so what you think? Throw a shout out there. Uh, I have nothing. Oh, I got nothing. Man, but you... the end part, Lupe sampled. Mm, okay, all right. You so, so you I have got, some knowledge on I it. I got something. But it is not really. You want to go ahead? Yeah, this is one of my favorite songs, Bobby Womack across 110th Street. One of the reasons why I love that song, I've spent a lot of time going across 110th Street. Yeah, so just from a personal oh, like, standpoint, I really like that. You also? Yeah, yeah. No, no, you know, I stay in the hundreds just constantly. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's hilarious. I do. That's actually really funny. So I have this jacket, right? The neighborhood I grew up in New York, it's called Riverdale, South Riverdale. And obviously there's a neighborhood here called Riverdale, and I have a jacket that says Riverdale on it. And like every Waka once in a while, Waka, Waka, Waka Flock of Flame is from Also, there are, there are multiple Riverdale. Flocka is from Riverdale. <laughs> and I have so much. It's just one of the many things we have in common. But anyway, we're running we, out of we, we're, we're talking too much. Uh, what people are here for, they love to hear our, the on-air performances of our guests. And we've had almost... No, I'm not going to say that because I love everybody, but you were one of the most talented people we've had. So I'm really excited to hear what you got for us. You going to go a cappella? I don't even know. You don't even know? Do you have something? You got an instrumental queued up? I don't have one queued up. I was not prepared. I wasn't either. So. <laughs> but that's what we I do. Mean, we do things spur of the moment. Here we go. Oh, why, we got, why don't you just go off, off your own go. beat? Go off the top. I can go. Okay. All right. Uh, believe it or leave it alone. I'm what y'all believe in, but to each his own. I'm the future. You can find my bars and crystal balls. Pause. I put two and two together like applause. All oh, this for me, for me. I'm killing with the bar again. That's a plea, a plea. Please, I'm dogging. Got fleas and fleet. And all my lines cold, you appeased and fleas. Freeze, froze over, colder than polar. All y'all babies like my sounds ultra, ultra. I'm the man like grownups. Raps in first place. I ain't second to no one, no one. With intentions on the top spot, gifts like God's got, y'all flock towards these doors like locks lock, behind bars like cop stop, you ain't getting near it, cock block, stop, ock dog, I'm from the go like stopwatch, that's the crown, you finna pass it down like a pop lock, gargantuan, <laughs> with the antics in, I'm about to dare rap, call an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> you always kill it, man. Thank you so much for coming through. Everybody check them out at Township this Saturday. Where can they follow you, Saba, if they're not already? Uh, at Saba Pivot, SabaPivot.com, Saba Pivot. Saba Pivot. Yeah, We're Echo Radio on all the platforms. That's our time. We about to get out of here. We got all sports up next with Alan because it is 1 o'clock on oh, the dot. there's that. Thank you all so much for <laughs> tuning in. We'll talk to you with another strong young voice from Chicago and beyond. Much love. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all.